This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode here at Dear Hallmark. My name is Dara and I am the host for this show. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, as you're listening to this, I want to say cheers to you. Um, it's been a moment and quite a lot has transpired since we've last talked. Um, more importantly, I want to get into an article that kind of made its rounds on Instagram on Friday. The Sun recently published an article where it's titled, Case Closed, Hallmark CEO Wanya Lucas breaks silence on Mystery 101 cancellation as angry fans beg for movie franchise to come back. And so this was sent to me quite a few times, actually. Uh, and in this article, it contains both a video kind of red carpet interview as well as a written piece. And so it seems that Wanya was at some type of event where there was press and there was a carpet, like a red carpet of some sort. And um, she was asked about the cancellation of Mystery 101. And I'm going to read to you what she said. So Wanya says, well, we hadn't done it in a long, long time, right? And we just brought the mysteries back. So... We're just looking at mysteries a little differently now, she said. Wanya added, we're taking some, and then she paused, where you've created some new mysteries in addition to some that we've had in the past. So it's just an evolution of our mysteries. We're just doing a lot of new things. That was her answer. Um, and... This is coming off of the heels of me doing a two-hour Instagram, almost eight minutes shy of two hours of an Instagram live the the previous night where I hadn't done a live in a long time. And prior to that, I had done a live with Suspenders and Button. It was completely impromptu. I was in their comments and Sarah was probably just like, you know what, girl, you better come up on here. <laughs> so I was on there and they were asking me questions and I just had so much to say. And I was like, oof, I didn't realize there was so much I had to get off my chest. And so during my personal live, we touched on a lot. It felt like a real town hall. And then it turned into what we jokingly called the State of the Union. <laughs> We've talked about Hannah Swenson and the the uh, switch from Murder, She Baked to Hannah Swenson. We talked about Christmas and seasonal movies, quality versus quantity the relationship of the viewers to the network and home, my relationship with Hallmark Mahogany, what I think it means, its purpose, how I view it, my relationship with diversity as it pertains to Hallmark. We touched on so much. And I was 
incredibly transparent and vulnerable in that live. I did save it. I will link it here in the show notes if it's possible. If you don't see it, it's because I wasn't able to do it or didn't know how to do it. Um, but so releasing all of that into the Instagram verse, now I am getting this article that further adds to a bucket of frustration that I don't like to constantly visit. I feel that this year I have been more critical and more annoyed and more frustrated with the moves and, 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 and decisions of the network than normal. And it makes me sad. It makes me sad that, and this is something I mentioned in the live, it, <clears throat> excuse me, it makes me sad when I'm not excited for a group of movies, such as the June Wedding movies, which you probably won't get a review from me for the June Wedding movies um, because I'm not excited about them because I don't know what we're going to get. And that's not in a good way. And it's it's upsetting to me. It's it's I don't like feeling this way and I don't like having this conflict. And so hearing this news or lack of an answer, I, I feel like it just further adds insult to injury into how the network has been treating the viewers and how the network has been treating the previous programming of Hallmark Channel. And it is just disappointing and it's sad. And it's not, I understand, okay, Mystery 101 is done. I get that. But at least, at least bring something to the table where we are able to have some type of closure or resolution as to your decision as to why that was, that was that. Um, what I loved that, uh, Hallmark Mysteries and More did, they interviewed John Christian Plummer, who was the writer for, uh, Mystery 101. And John, or JCP as he's affectionately called, John, literally mapped out what that eighth episode would have looked like so that we could have had, you know, so that we can have an idea of what his plan was. And when I mean it's detailed, it's detailed, you guys. So if you haven't listened to that Hallmark Mysteries and More episode, you want to make sure you listen to it. It's both on their YouTube channel and on their podcast, which is where you can, you know, wherever your ear takes in podcasts. But I, I feel like from the network's perspective, we really didn't get closure. And because Mystery 101 is was such a pillar in the Hallmark Mystery community, I feel like in some ways it was owed to us just some type of explanation for I, I feel like I've said that word so much but I honestly don't know how else to say it um so again this was disappointing as a viewer as a fan and it just further exhausts me and as a fan and as a viewer unfortunately and I understand that they want to do new things I understand that I understand that they want to um like I said, do new things and evolve the mystery canon. But I think not, not 
giving attention to what was because it meant so much to the viewer is a little bit dismissive and a little bit out of touch and it hurts. It hurts as a fan and it hurts as a viewer. So on that note, for this episode, I want to talk about something that I do enjoy with my Hallmark movies, which are the cooking movies. Those are my favorite, one of my favorite themes in our Hallmark movies is the cooking movies. And so when we come back, I want to get into my five favorite cooking movies from Hallmark Channel. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. So let's get into my favorite Hallmark cooking movies. Now, this list is not completely exhaustive, nor is it in any particular type of order. Um, but I wanted to get back to the movies that, that sparked my love for Hallmark and why I love watching Hallmark movies. And so you're going to continue to see some of these themes throughout the regular season before we get into Christmas. Um, we're going to be splitting it up. We're going to be getting into our normal, you know, favorite summer, favorite fall, but kind of these micro themes of uh, destinations, cooking. Um, I have one for vineyard movies that I've I've drafted. Um, I can even touch on the mysteries a little bit too, um, but just kind of really getting back into the movies that I I love from the Hallmark Channel, and I'm so appreciative for Hallmark movies now that I have a space and a place where I can watch those movies. And all of these movies are actually on Hallmark Movies now, so you are able to watch them too. So let's get into the first one. Again, this is in no particular order. The first one is Recipe for Love. This one came out in 2014, and it stars Danielle Panabaker and Sean Roberts. Sean Roberts was in... Love Under the Olive Tree. He played the bartender friend to Benjamin Hollingsworth's character. He also played lead in an older Hallmark movie called I Do, I Do, I Do that stars Autumn Reeser and Danielle Pennebaker. I first knew her from Stuck in the Suburbs from Disney Channel, which is one of my favorite Disney Channel movies, Disney Channel original movies to date. And so seeing her do a Hallmark movie, she, first of all, I think she's an incredible actor. So I was incredibly excited to watch this. Let me tell you a little bit about the premise if you have not watched this movie yet. An earnest culinary school hopeful clashes with a big shot celebrity chef when she is assigned to ghostwrite his cookbook. As they struggle to get through each recipe together, their mismatched mismatched cooking styles and misunderstood pasts threatened to send the cookbook up in flames. 
But after they both dig deeper into the heart of their shared passion, a romance becomes more likely to spark. And when I say spark, I mean combust. Because the flirtation station, What's Your Nation, was all ablaze in this movie. And I was sitting back, clutching my pearls, pulling the bed sheets up to my neck like, what? Y'all, this movie brought it the chemistry the 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 everything was punchy this is such an enjoyable movie and please be sure to eat while you're watching all of these movies that I'm going to be talking to you guys about um but I loved too that we got to see something from the cook like a cookbook writing perspective I thought that was really really cool and you know we got that bad boy chef that bad and and realizing that everything isn't what it seems it's really an enjoyable movie and i hope you guys check that out on hallmark movies now just want to repeat all of the movies that i'm going to be talking to you about you can catch them on hallmark movies now now i this is not sponsored by the way i'm trying to get sponsored your girl trying to do something (laughs) but i don't have the app i have i use hallmark movies now through amazon prime um i have that as a channel and amazon prime is my hub and that's that's how i get all of my older oldies but goodies yeah now the second one is one that very much surprised me and continues to be my favorite movie of this certain actor and you're gonna know who i'm talking about um once i tell you the name of the movie and that movie is always amore this one came out in 2022 and it stars Autumn Reeser and one Tyler Hines. Um, and I was, this was his first Hallmark Movies and Mystery movie. And I'm, I don't think this was Autumn's. Um, I'm not sure if she did a Christmas movie for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. <clears throat> excuse me but uh I know this was Tyler's and I actually got a chance to interview him about this movie which was really really cool but I let's just get into the premise and then talk about my love for this movie so always amore follows Elizabeth who is forced to work with Ben a pro restaurant consultant to keep her late husband's Italian restaurant afloat but as they get closer, she realizes that not all change is bad and might even open her heart to new love. So what I appreciated the most about this movie was the mood. There was a cinematography element that put me in a space of comfort that I very much enjoyed. This was pleasing to look at. I loved Tyler's look. I loved watching autumn on screen with him i love that we were in a pacific northwest or an island off the coast of the pacific northwest i like that it was overcast rainy it gave me all the feels and the pacing of the movie matched the mood of the movie it was it was just a hug by the fireplace with a blanket on as you sit in a leather chair that's what i felt and it was, this is probably one, this is probably the comfort cooking movie for me. Um, Recipe for Love is the spice. Yeah. Always Amore is the the, uh, the comfort one for me. And I really, really enjoy. I really, really enjoyed it. Well, of course, or it wasn't, wouldn't be on this list. So here we go. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Next is 
Summer Villa. Need I say more? Uh, this masterpiece came out in 2016 and it stars Hilary Burton and Victor Webster. Victor Webster. I feel like I have to say his name like that. The synopsis, if you have not laid eyes on this masterpiece, is as follows. A celebrity chef who is getting over a bad review and a romance novelist who can't seem to get her next book started meet accidentally at a French villa. And what's even more cool is that there's mutual persons involved on how they both get to the villa and then them staying at the villa. And it's enemies to lovers, which much like Recipe for Love, which is one of my favorite, my top two favorite tropes in any of my romance movies. Enemies to lovers and fake dating or fake relationships are my top or tied for my top trope in romance movies. And so the fact that this was an enemies to lovers situation and it was surrounding food and we were in France and she was an author and you got Victor Webster. I mean, it's just perfection. You had all of the elements were there. All of the elements were there. So do thine self a favor and watch Summer Villa. And don't be surprised that in other, when I do these other themed podcast episodes, that Summer Villa pops up. Because when I tell you that it hits every category, it hits every category. It's such a good movie. Such a good movie. Next, we have one that I've talked about and was in another list that I put out on Instagram. I don't think I did a podcast episode for it. But this one, woof, this one slapped me upside the head when I first saw it. It could have been that I was on a sugar rush as well. But this one still takes the cake, pun intended. That movie is Secret, The Secret Ingredient. Starring Brendan Penny and Aaron Cahill. This one came out in 2020. This is based off of a book by Nancy Nagel that I had the opportunity to actually dialogue with. She joined our book club discussion that we did on this. This was, ooh, 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 ooh. Let's go into the premise. Small town baker Kelly gets a big surprise when she is invited to compete on a Valentine's Day baking show in New York City. And an even bigger surprise when she runs into her ex-fiancé. And this one, we have desserts. We have Aaron. We have Brendan. We know Brendan Penny is our chef de cuisine of Hallmark. This man is always involved in cooking in some in some form or fashion. You either see him cooking every time he's doing something. Like the dude, his title is the chef de cuisine of Hallmark. So let it be written. So let it be done. So the fact that he's in this one, the fact that Aaron is in this too. Because they are both phenomenal, both top tier um, in the Hallmark universe for me. But the chemistry, on point. Loved seeing Monique, an actual chopped judge and someone from the Food Network, do a chopped-like competition, I thought was perfection. Loved it. And I love me just a good competition, something or other regardless so I'm always a fan of competitions in Hallmark movies whether it's a vineyard competition food truck competition baking competition 
um, chef, what is it, cooking competition, design competition. I love watching competition shows in like non in a non Hallmark context, but especially in a Hallmark context, I think it's really really cool. So uh, watch the Secret Ingredient if you haven't already. All right, y'all. So I am adding on. No, we're going to get into my fifth one, and these five are ones that I already put on an Instagram post earlier in the year. But I got two more for y'all that I didn't mention on the Instagram post that I kind of want to flesh out in this episode. But let's get into this fifth one. This one came out in 2021 and it stars Miss Janelle Parrish and Marco Grazzini. And that is right in front of me. Here is the premise. Carly gets a second chance at romance with her college crush but isn't sure how to impress him until her new friend, Nick, starts giving her advice. Soon she learns who the right man for her really is. So this is our first time seeing Marco. This is my introduction to Janelle. I know she did Holly and Ivy. I still have not watched it. I feel like it's going to emotionally wreck me, and I don't think I have the bandwidth to watch that in this current state of my life. (laughs) So that was my introduction to Janelle. And it was when we're introduced as the Hallmark audience to Mr. Marco Grazzini. An introduction we got. Can I get an amen? Because this dude killed it. Their chemistry was so perfect for this movie. And what I love the most about, one of the things I love about this movie is the focus on Filipino food. And how passionate he was about incorporating Filipino food into the menu of the hotel that he was working in. And Marco, I know he is Mexican and Filipino. That's, um, you know, his, not nationality, ethnicity. Which is beautiful. And I love that that was showcased in this movie. Even more so. Aesthetically, this movie is beautiful. The pastels of it all. This was a part of the Spring Into Love lineup in 2021. This And actually, it ended the Spring Into Love lineup. I think this came after As Luck Would Have It, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm not too sure. In any event, I, I just loved looking at this movie. The pastels, the the mint greens, the, the pinks, the, the blues. I It was just so beautiful to look at as a movie. And I think this, this is a beautiful... Saturday early morning afternoon chilling in the house watching this movie I think it's perfect for that perfect for that now let's get into the two my two bonus picks for this list um the first one is you're baking me crazy this one came out 2020 and it stars natalie hall and michael j rady i have to say the j because a that's his instagram name and b because he means a lot to me and i feel like he doesn't get the recognition he deserves like this dude is a problem and i feel like he needs to be uh pushed out there and talked about more i feel like michael rady doesn't get talked about enough in our hallmark land so I love Natalie. Natalie is, um, she reminds me of Rhiannon in a way. They both give a bubbly, upbeat energy that I feel like I love seeing in my Hallmark leading ladies. I would add Brittany Bristow to that list. However, on the flip side, Natalie knows how to bring a, 
kind of a chill to it too and I think she's a little bit because I'm thinking of the bird movie what is it fly away with me she was a little bit more like with that one whereas with you're baking me crazy I felt a little bit more chill with her and I love her and Michael Rady together I thought they were beautiful but before I get into the into the thick of why I love this movie let me give you this quick synopsis if you haven't seen it already Cleo Morelli, an aspiring Portland chef, tries to win a food truck competition while the competition tries to win her heart. Now, one thing I appreciated is that this focused on Portland, Oregon. And if you don't know, Portland is the mecca. It is the epicenter. It is the, the I don't want to say the birthplace, but it it has the pulse on food, on food truck nation. Um, I grew up in like heavily watching and consuming Food Network. So with all of the shows that they had, every time they did reviews or traveling shows about food trucks, in every episode, one of them was in Portland. Portland kind of, just how the cheesesteak is to Philly, so is food trucks to Portland. And so I love that this was an homage to the food truck scene in Portland. I appreciated that it was about food trucks. I thought that that was beautiful. And I, again, were competing, like there's a competition. And so I love that aspect. I appreciated that they weren't enemies to lovers in this, but there was always an underlying attraction between the two of them. There was this undercurrent of flirtation that I felt like I felt that was between the two of them throughout the entire movie. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. So be sure to check out You're Baking Me Crazy. I know the title can be a a little like cheesy, but be sure to check that out. Last, and I saved this one for last on purpose, y'all, for two words and two words only. And I'm going to save them after I say the title. Season for Love 2018 starring Autumn Reeser. And those two words... Say it with me, Mark Blucas. Drop the mic, walk out of the room because your case has been made. This brother brings such an oak tree of a presence to any movie that he that he does. And I appreciate him for it. First of all, I feel like I'm becoming an Autumn Reeser fan <laughs> because a lot of the movies that I find myself liking, she's in. Um, this one, Always Amore, Love of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Like, I'm really enjoying Autumn Reeser. <laughs> and I didn't even realize it until I began to start making these lists. So, oh, I forgot the, um, the synopsis for that movie. Let me see, do I still have it up here on my laptop. I do. So I'm going to read it right off my laptop. (laughs) After her divorce, Tyler returns to Red Rock with her daughter. She helps her mother in the restaurant and signs up for the yearly barbecue cook-off in which her old high school sweetheart also competes. You guys, we got barbecue. We got Texas. We got summer. We got, um, Mark Blucas, and we got a, a punchy autumn. I feel like we ha- we don't see her in a lot of these roles anymore. She begins to take on the more kind of somber, reserved, laid back roles, and I miss my punchy autumn. 
I miss her. I miss love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade autumn. I miss I do, I do, I do autumn. I miss season for love autumn. Um, What's the one? Did she do one with Brennan Elliott that uh, summer all day long? All season long? Something like that? Was that a cooking one too? Wait a minute. Because I like, that was my first Brennan Elliott movie. I'm talking, I'm verbally processing. But I digress. Season for Love is the perfect, I mean, thick in the summer. Like in the dead heat, you can't breathe, watch type of movie. I need you to be outside grilling. I need you to have the porch door open. I need you, if you if you in that type of neighborhood, have the front door open. Open up your windows. Let the hot air in, but also have a fan on. And then as you're cooking, you'll put this movie on. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all, so let's do a quick recap of some of my favorite cooking movies that the Hallmark Channel has. Recipe for Love, starring Danielle Panabaker and Sean Roberts. Always Amore, starring Autumn Reeser and Tyler Hines. Summer Villa, starring Hilary Burton and Victor Webster. The Secret Ingredient, starring Aaron Cahill and Brendan Penny. Right in Front of Me, starring Janelle Parrish and Marco Grazzini. You're Baking Me Crazy, starring... Natalie Hall and Michael J. Rady, and Season for Love, starring Autumn Reeser and Mark Lucas. Well, you guys, I want to thank you so much for that's my list, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Dear Hallmark. What I do want to do before I end this episode, I remember we talked about in a previous episode, Cozy Mysteries. And I said that I would put this out as a post on Instagram and I would report back to you guys what you all thought, what the peoples on the IG thought. And so here is what they thought. First, I I said my piece in terms of Cozy Mysteries. I said Garage Sale, Aurora Tea Garden, Murder She Baked, um, outside of Hannah Swinton, not in the separate of Hannah Swinton, Darrow and Darrow and Gourmet, Gourmet Detective. Those are my entries for cozy mysteries um, in our Hallmark universe. A lot of people agreed with me. Um, some people also mentioned Aurora. Someone said Mystery 101. Someone said they think all of the Hallmark mysteries are technically uh, cozy. Um, we have some people who said crossword mysteries, maybe even matchmaker mysteries. <laughs> she said, although matchmaker was a little corny to me, LOL. Um, this is Tina Bina 82. My fave is Martha's Vineyard, but I agree with what you said in the comments. It's pretty gritty. I think that's why I liked it. It was different and a bit more serious. Very little comedic relief, LOL. And Jesse Metcalf is fine. <laughs> and she put three crying laughing emojis. Aurora underscore Schmiedel. She uh, put, I agree with your list. I'd add picture perfect mysteries, flower shop mysteries, and matchmaker mysteries. And we have someone who also added uh, V. Hey, 
Hamain also added Martha's Vineyard Mysteries. Um, Charlene, that's me, said Gourmet Detective. Um, Candace A. Spencer says, I'm here for the recommendations. I want to get into the movies and mysteries after becoming a postable, but I'm easily scared. <laughs> Emily SS14 says, I agree. I think morning show mysteries could be cozy. So, you guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Dear Hallmark. Let me know what your favorite cooking movies are within the Hallmark Channel universe. You can do so by leaving me a voice message. You can do that. There's a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. Or what you can do is you can email me at dearhallmark at gmail.com and I could read your your um options you know what your picks are what your list is if you would like me to just add that in the email say hey dara you can read this on the podcast um and i think i when i do this post i'm sure i'm gonna have people comment on their favorite cooking movies as well when i say that this is an episode that's been released so it'll be nice to report back and see what you guys say is your favorite cooking movies as well because I want to I want to begin focusing on the good of Hallmark Channel because I, I find myself becoming very discouraged, disappointed, and exhausted by how much I've disliked what Hallmark Channel has been doing as of late. So I, I want to get back to the good of it. I want to remind ourselves why we love Hallmark. What are the movies that brought us to Hallmark? What are our favorite things about Hallmark? I want us to, to kind of get back to that. And so that's what I want to focus on um, when I do these next few solo episodes. I am going to bring you some reviews. Um, I know I plan to do a joint not joint, but uh, yeah, a joint review of The Dancing Detective and the Aurora Tea Garden prequel with my guy Chad. That will be coming soon, and I'm planning to do that. Um, and I may do the Christmas movies for you guys, um, but I, I, I don't foresee myself doing the wedding movies. And maybe we can then do, we can have the conversation of what our favorite wedding movies are of Hallmark Channel. I think that would be a nice supplement um, to kind of ease the pain of things that have been going on lately with us with Hallmark. So, you guys, my name is Dara. Again, thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends. <laughs>